Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Coley. We met at our neighborhood park when we were five years old, and we've been friends ever since. We can hardly believe it, but we've been best friends for over 35 years now. We've come a long way since then. And we'd like to invite you along on our journey through life together. We'd love to spend time chatting about anything and everything. So if you're ready to hang out, just meet us at the park. See you there. All right, guys, welcome back to Sneaking Out After Dark. I feel like I should whisper, but I know, right? I don't actually Can't let the parents whisper. hear. Right, <laughs> right, but I, I don't think we actually have to do that. Oh, so we're here. It's been a week or so since our last full episode, so we thought we would just sit down, chat, do a little Sneaking Out After Dark episode, a not-parent-approved episode. <laughs> um, Jessica, I can see... You've got something to drink. What's your drink, your your beverage of choice? It's coffee. Always coffee. Mm. Sometimes tea. Sometimes tea. Coffee. Yeah. I have both a coffee and a tea. What so. mug do you have today? Or what well, mugs? Starbucks gave me my coffee. Yay. So it's in a Starbucks cup with a straw, I might add, because these weird sippy cup things don't work for my sensory needs. And then... Uh, Taco Bueno gave me a giant unsweet tea. Excellent. And yes, unsweet. I don't drink sweet tea. Uh, are you even Southern? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that answers that. <laughs> yeah. As a kid, your house always had sweet tea and mine never did. So like. Oh, yeah. Our sweet tea was like syrup. You could have put that stuff on pancakes. It was. <laughs> Uh, well, and you guys made sun tea a lot. Your grandma would make like sun tea. Mm-hmm. Occasionally a sun tea, but we always made it so strong. It felt like sun tea. Mm. It was super potent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tea is not the, the reason we're here. Uh, no, although it is delicious. So I had a really, really weird ass dream the other day and woke up and thought, damn it, I've got to call Jessica. Like that was just weird. And it was set at your house. So that's what I think about it. So when we were talking about what we wanted to do for today's episode, we thought we might just talk about weird ass dreams. Yeah, I've think? got I've got a few of them that are super vivid that I one when I was like four or five years old. That was my first nightmare I can remember. So I've I've got them. Oh, man. Well, do you. you want to start there? Like, what was your first nightmare? Oh, man. So I was like four or five and I had this nightmare where. We were having kind of a family get together, like a party mm-hmm. and the doorbell rang. And so I go to the front door, I open it and there's this giant black shadow figure with horns and red glowing eyes. Oh, a demon. And a, a <laughs> demon, right? And so <laughs> I scream and I take off and I go to find my mom and my stepdad in the garage, but it wasn't our garage. It was like you open up the garage door and there were steps up to like a loft area and mm-hmm. everyone was just kind of sitting there and no one believed me that there was this like demon at the front door. And then I woke up because it came around the corner and tried to grab me. Oh, And so to this day, I remember that like it was like yesterday because it scared me so bad. And I woke up and I was screaming and I think I was, uh, it might've been in the bed with mama and pop. I just remember her being like, it's okay. It's okay. And then that's kind of the only memory I have. Right. But as an adult, I saw a picture and I'm going to try to find it and send it to you. Maybe you can post it. 
the demon looked like this. Oh no. And I was like, oh crap. <laughs> and I like had yeah, flashbacks see if to my it. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah, we'll post that. Um, I don't know if I remember like a first nightmare necessarily, but I do remember two really bizarre, I don't know, just really bizarre like bits and pieces of dreams that were scary. I remember, okay, do you remember I had bunk beds when I was really uh-huh. little? Yeah. And for a while, well, you did too. You guys had bunk beds. Um, mm-hmm. For a while, we had it where like the top one and the bottom one were like not parallel. My math terms have failed me. Perpendicular? Perpendicular, yeah. <laughs> um, and I had a dream that like a clown or some sort of weird clown-like thing was hanging off the top of the bed the top bunk like directly in front of my face like inches in front of my face when I opened my eyes it was just oh my god it was scary as hell and then I had a dream one time I was a little bit older I was like 10 or 12 that that boy that lived across the street like uh, right on the corner yes he was like older and he was like really kind of like a metalhead and that guy he ran away a lot like we found out later that like his family, there was a lot of trouble in that house, but I was scared of him as a little kid. He probably was a nice person, but as a little kid, like I was scared to go near that house. And I had a dream that he broke in and did the same thing was like directly over my face. Oh. And I've, I've kind of wondered as an adult, like the chances are that like my dad came in and just gave me a kiss. Good night. Uh-huh. And that's much more likely <laughs> because it felt so real. It felt like my yeah. neighbor broke in and like got in my face or gave me a kiss or did something and then left. But it was probably my dad yeah. or just a dream. I don't know. But yeah, you were and you were in that kind of limbo in between wake right. and dream. Yeah. Right. Because that kid, what was he going to He didn't speak to me in the 10 years I lived there. I, he would have come over. I, I don't know. But Yeah just sort of weird I don't know weird ass dreams my dreams are much more likely to be bizarre and then I don't know if you do this but I visit the same places in my dreams like year after year after year so like I'll have a dream when I was like 12 that I went to some house in Australia and I put like scissors or I put something in this drawer and I had the dream again when I was like 30 and I was like oh I know where I put those scissors like I'll just go grab them and oh they were there. wow and I do that a lot and I don't know that that's that normal because I don't think most people do oh but yeah well, that I mean not me for me I have people will be in my dreams you know people who have passed people who are um people who I'm thinking about people mm-hmm. who like situational things will be like I think it's my subconscious actually it's my subconscious working through a problem or a worry Mm. or an anxiety. And those are the dreams that I remember because like in college, you know, my mother was my first year of college, my mother was really sick. Mm -hmm. And so I was processing a lot of anxiety about that. Yeah. And I had two dreams about her, or I think that stemmed from that anxiety. Mm -hmm. So the first one was definitely about her. We were fishing on the like this lake shore because mm-hmm. me and my mom liked to go fishing. And it was kind of a shared hobby we had. Right. And we're sitting there and I fell in and the bank was really steep and really muddy and I couldn't get back up. And there was an alligator coming. Oh, no. And it, Yeah. And it was headed directly for me and I was panicking. 
and she jumped in the water and got me out. And I was on the bank and I turned around. And when I reached for her, the alligator grabbed her and sucked her under. And I woke up and I remember actually physically like reaching out in that dream. Um, And in real life, I reached out and woke up with that motion and trying to grab her and just being like, whoa. And then the second one was, I don't know how I got there, but I was on my stomach on this like sandstone rock in the desert. And there's all these giant scorpions, like a foot long crawling everywhere and I have this dagger and I'm like I can't get up but I'm slicing off their stingers and their tails and I wake up when one stings my arm and I woke up doing a push-up in bed (laughs) I was like like in a a push-up position so when it stung me I guess I did a push-up and that's how I woke up and it was just the most bizarre sensation to be immediately sucked out of a dream and doing a physical action that you were doing in the dream it, it was really weird. And typically I don't move too much in my sleep, but those dreams really caused me to move a lot. Oh so, man. I yeah. had a couple of dreams after my dad died that I struggled with a lot because, I mean, they had some dreams that he was in just because he was like a person in the dreams. And then I had a couple that I really, that really very much felt like he was like visiting me which is hard for me because I don't have a really firm religious grasp. I have a loose religious grasp on my life. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, there was a little bit of like, am I crazy? Am I hallucinating things? Which I I guess you are because they're dreams. So Mm -hmm. whatever. But I don't know. Those were really confusing because they were super comforting. Like I felt better. Um, But at the same time, it was like, okay, is this really like a spirit visiting or is it my subconscious like working through things or not like and I'm never gonna have an answer to that and it doesn't really matter like I felt better so Mm -hmm. that was good but I believe that people can visit you in dreams um I I know some people might think it's bizarre uh but I would want to think that our loved ones would want to let us know that they're okay and that things are all right and that right. we don't need to worry and to give us some peace. So yeah. I think your dad did. I think he popped in and just was like, Hey, everything's all right. You're going to be okay. It's good. Yeah. You know, what's weird. And I don't know if this is true or not because my 10 year old is 10 and sometimes he just says things, but he tells me dad visits him in his dreams. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. He's barely seen even a couple of, pictures of him i i don't know but he says he knows it's my dad so i don't know yeah. i hope that's true because that that's seems cool. really cool especially because they never met my dad died before either of my kids were around so yeah um, but he would have loved them and they do ask every now and then like would would he have been proud of us or whatever and like oh of course oh yeah super cool yeah your dad was awesome he loved kids and yeah yeah I, it would make sense he would come back in and and try to see how they're doing and, you know, let him know that even though he's not physically here, that he loves them. And right. Ironically, watching over him. Ironically, my dad would have thought that was bullshit. (laughs) He would have been like, no, people die and then they're dead and you're just having a dream. Maybe it's his way of showing you that maybe who's wrong. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We also talked about fun to think about it is it's fun to it's fun to think about and and you know it gives you comfort. So either way, whether it's true or not, I feel like it serves its purpose. Right. Uh what about work dreams? Oh, 
when you're oh, like God. in the midst of corporate culture, do you have work dreams? <laughs> oh yeah. I've had some bizarre work dreams. I was doing sales for a really long time and I, I still do a little sales. There was a point where I was trying to make my numbers and my vendors kept like kind of screwing me over. They weren't delivering things on time. They were uh, not communicating with us and it was causing me to lose some sales and stuff would fall through and we would have to refund. Mm -hmm. So I had this dream that these bad guys were chasing me and I had a group of kids (laughs) and the kids and I were running and we stumbled across one of my friends who was like this drunk but he had a big truck and I was like, give me the keys. So he hands me these keys and it's like a big remote, like TV remote. Mm-hmm. And I finally figure out how to unlock it. I toss it to somebody who was with us and I jump in the back with these kids and we race away from them and they're shooting at us from this other car. And we finally end up at Candyland and we get to Candyland and we're, we're trying to explain the bad guys are after us. You have to help us. And they weren't believing us. Well, the bad guys show up and start shrinking these people I'm with, with uh, a shrink ray. And then they're <laughs> dipping them in chocolate and eating them. And I'm like, you have to stop eating my clients. And I'm <laughs> screaming at them. <laughs> And then I wake up screaming at them. And I'm pretty sure I was vocal because I think that's what woke me up is I kind of screamed in my sleep. But yeah, I was like, you can't eat my clients. (laughs) Oh my God. I will tell you the worst, like, (laughs) it wasn't even my dream, but the worst work-related dream I've ever had to encounter. When I was a hospital social worker, we would do on-call And so for like a week at a time back then you were on call and you just answered whatever came in in the night and people who work nights forget that other people sleep at night. So you would get the weirdest calls for things like, Hey, could you give me an address to such and such? And I'd be like, I literally am just going to Google it and give it to you. Why did you call me in the middle (laughs) of the night? I, I don't know. And whatever. It was always so annoying. I'm so glad not to do on call anymore. But I got this call one night, middle, it's like 3 a.m. And it's this nurse who tells me she thinks there's uh, like inappropriate touching in this family. There's like abuse happening, uh, which is a legit reason to call. Now, why we need to call at 3 a.m. for that? I don't know. But she decides it's necessary. And I get on the phone with the mom and the mom is like, oh, no. I'm not worried anyone's hurting either of my kids. I had a dream that someone like sexually assaulted one of my kids and the nurse wants you to like interpret it. Are you, what? are you kidding? I had to inter, I spent like an hour on the phone with that woman. I was beyond annoyed, not with her, but because like, why would the nurse page me in the middle of the night for that? That first of all, could have waited till tomorrow. Also like, I don't have a degree in dream interpretation. I don't know really how that works. Like, like exactly. I, it's like, that's not in your like job description. Dream no. interpreter is nowhere in a social worker's like job description. No. I'm pretty sure. I'm not no. one, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, it would have been different if, I don't know, maybe the mom was like, you know, where you're like, oh, I have a friend and it's not really a friend at you. If she was saying like, oh, I had a dream, but it was really her trying to tell you something. But like, it was not that. It was literally, she had a bad dream about one of her kids. And when I talked to her about it, she's like, no, my other kid is here in the hospital. Like, I miss the kid I have at home. 
I'm super stressed out. My kid is sick. Like, I don't want to be here, whatever. And I was like, well, yeah, you're having a stress dream. That does not mean your spouse is blessing <laughs> your kid. Like that's. Oh man. Oh, I was so, I was beyond annoyed. <laughs> but I, I can imagine. Do? I'm already awake. We're already on the phone. Let's just chat it out. <laughs> The dream I had the other day that sparked this whole thing was that I was dreaming that I was at your house, the house from when you were a kid, and it had been remodeled a little. I don't remember exactly. I, I don't know. I have dreams a lot when I was you know, like at being at your house or my old house when I was a kid, but I was trying to shower and the shower was inside your refrigerator <laughs> and it was... <laughs> It was really inconvenient. It was a terrible place to put a shower. I don't know why you would remodel and make that particular choice. It was tiny. It I kept making a mess and I was trying to clean it up. And like your aunt was cooking dinner because it was inside the refrigerator. So like it was in the kitchen. And so she was trying to cook and I was like trying to get out and like get a towel around me. It was just the whole time. I was like, why is this? This is terrible. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Oh man, that's... I wonder what that means, uh, since you have experience with dream interpretation. Uh, what <laughs> what do you think that means? I don't know. I don't know. Usually, <laughs> I feel like the emotions you have with dreams are more important than the dream itself. Uh-huh. You know, like if you wake up anxious or you wake up stressed or you wake up like happy, then I'm like, okay, then that dream was just helping do something, even if the dream itself was weird. But in that dream, I was just like, what is going on? This is, what are we doing? Why do you have a shower in your fridge? <laughs> I don't know. There's always those uh, creative home designs, secret rooms. Maybe it was a secret bathroom. <laughs> it was like a bad trading spaces episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, dreams are weird. Hopefully some people will tell us about theirs. We've got really good like feedback. People contact us pretty regularly after episodes to just like talk about things. So yeah, I hope people tell us their weird dreams because as much as I didn't want to have to like dream interpret a stranger's dream at 3 a.m., I don't know, hearing about other people's dreams is interesting. Yeah, we can interpret your dreams. Coley already said so. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's the, within the scope of my license. honestly i feel like i could interpret the one about your mom and the alligator because if you go deeper into just things i know about your life in general you lived with your grandparents growing up your mom needed you and your sister to live with your grandparents for a while not for any like terrible reasons she just wasn't really on her feet yet when she was young which makes sense and you had great grandparents who just had a nice place to live and somewhere stable and oh, yeah, so she they were definitely chose so. that yeah and then she got sick she got chronically ill uh-huh. and did eventually pass away but it kind of makes me think like okay she was throwing you up on the bank like she was throwing you to your grandparents like keep her safe yeah just keep her up there and then eventually the damn alligator came and got her yeah and, you know nothing you could do you couldn't prevent it oh yeah i think um I think there's some truth to that interpretation. I always felt like it was like her being like, go live your life. Like, I'm going to be okay. Like, I would rather you, you know, I would rather see you go and be like, live your life. Don't worry about me. And I feel like if that did happen in real life, she would have, she would have jumped in and saved me. Right. Um, And then the scorpions, I, I feel like that interpretation for me is like, I was just so overwhelmed. I was in school and I was in, you know, 
a different place. Uh, I didn't live too far from home, but that was my first time being away from home. Mm -hmm. And I didn't recognize it at the time. But in hindsight, yeah, I was extremely overwhelmed. And I felt like there was nothing I could do. And that's 100% what that dream was. Yeah. Um, Well, and not only were you overwhelmed just because that period of life is incredibly overwhelming, like mm -hmm. my undergraduate college years were really bad mental health wise. Like it's Mm -hmm. just a very stressful time. But you also had a lot of death in your family. Yeah. In a very short period of time. A lot of people you cared about passed away really close together. Yeah. And that's a lot. There was a lot of overwhelming things that were happening. So it Mm -hmm. just kind of compiled. I believe the dream happened before we lost my great grandmother, who was a very key figure in my life. Just having that weight of knowing that I'm going to have to go through that again with more than just my grandmother who had passed at the time was a big stressor in my life at Mm -hmm. that time. So I can see why I was having those dreams. And I'm sure there's others that I can't remember as vividly, but yeah, those two like shook me to the core and I will never forget them. Yeah. I'm trying to remember some of my others. I had a several year period where I didn't dream at all because I have a super fun like sleeping disorder. (laughs) (laughs) so like I had a long period of time where I couldn't get into REM sleep um, which sucked and if anyone else has issues like please deal with that because sleep is so important Um, yeah yeah once I could dream again things got like super vivid and weird and I remember when my oldest son has nightmares quite a bit and and he always has since he was a baby and I asked him one time like something about dreams like oh did you have good dreams last night or whatever and he was about four and he had no idea what I was talking like he didn't know what a dream was he was just I don't know he didn't know yet and he was like no I don't dream um but sometimes when I close my eyes I like watch tv (laughs) (laughs) like like a movie will play and I was like oh yeah that's a dream like that's what that is oh cool I know. And so since then, he's not much of a talker about stuff like that. So he doesn't, he'll tell me he had a nightmare or he'll tell me he had a dream about race cars or something, but he doesn't, he's not interested in getting into it. And my, my now four-year-old is just getting old enough that he kind of knows what dreams are. Uh, And one time I asked him like, Oh, did you have good dreams last night? And he was like, yeah, I was dreaming about uh, my aunt her food so he was like having a dream because she's the one who makes all her like christmas dinners and thanksgiving dinners and easter dinner like she does all the holiday dinners and he was like yeah i had a dream about her food (laughs) it was i too dream of food (laughs) 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 man talking about sleep disorders um i don't want to get too too deep into this but my girlfriend does have a sleep disorder where she uh it's a REM sleep disorder where she actually goes right into REM uh-huh. and she talks in her sleep and she also moves and so one night she was sleeping at the foot of the bed because it was hot in the apartment mm-hmm. and she wanted to be closer to the fan and i'm on my phone winding down playing a game and all of a sudden her foot comes out of nowhere and just starts kicking me and it got me oh, in the no. neck the head and I, it was like four times she kicked me before i could finally block the fifth one <laughs> i was injured i had to get up and go get an ice pack and like everything else and she just woke up she's like what happened what's going on i was like you kicked me she said like, i'm sorry i didn't mean to 
and then went right back to sleep. <laughs> oh, my oldest son talks in his sleep too. It's weird as can be because it'll be yeah. totally silent in the house. It'll be like 11 p.m. and everyone's asleep and I'm just watching TikToks endlessly on my phone. And then he'll start having whole conversations in the other room. <laughs> and it's it sounds like he's awake he doesn't slur his words he didn't anything he's just having whole conversations and pretty often i have to get up and go in there because i think he's like is he on the phone like did he wake up and call somebody but nope uh, sleep absolutely sleep. funny yeah she'll talk where it's full-on conversations and sometimes they're really funny like one time she had a work dream where she's like hi thank you for calling such and such this is sakina how can i help you and i was like <laughs> she's having a work dream and then one time she wakes up screaming she's like get her get her kill her what we're dead <laughs> what is happening to clarify like this dream wasn't about me was it <laughs> i yeah. hope not although you know after she kicked me maybe i'm questioning it maybe but it's uh most of the time it's pretty endearing it's kind of cute she'll laugh in her sleep things like that Oh my gosh. (laughs) Funny. Yeah. Sleep is bizarre. I don't really get it. I mean, like science doesn't really get it either. Right. Like we have to have it, but yeah, I don't think anyone really understands how it like completely works. No. Well, they used to say that back in the day, we'd sleep for four hours. We'd wake up, we'd go do a social activity and then go back to sleep for four hours. Right. Our sleep cycles have, I don't know, maybe been forced into a solid eight hours. And that's why we're not getting as much rest. Maybe. It doesn't go with our natural uh, rhythm. Yeah. I think I heard that electricity and like industrialization changed that, right? Because now you have to sleep those hours because you got to get up for work at, you know, five or six or seven, whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That is sort of weird. Well, and then technology, right. I'm sure screws up all our sleep. Oh yeah. I mean, but it's hard to fall asleep without like winding down on your phone. Like they say, don't use screens, but that's my downtime. Otherwise my mind just sits there and races and I can't. I don't want to be left alone with these thoughts. Like I need somebody else talking with somebody I don't have to respond to. Yeah. I'll be half asleep and it'll be like, did I lock the car? Did I turn off the oven? And I have to get up and go check. But if I yeah. fall asleep doing like a game or browsing on Facebook or listening to a podcast or something, I typically don't have those thoughts and they don't stress me out as much. So it's mm-hmm. a double-edged sword. It's like, I'm sure I'm staying up later, but at the same time, I'm not like stressed out. Yeah. I let Reddit, YouTube stories like read me to sleep most of the time. So like yeah. they'll take Reddit stories on like whatever, what paranormal beast did you run into it in august like it'll be weird topics um but they just have like a computer voice read them and yeah it just reads to you random crap and i don't think i'm usually awake more than a couple minutes after that those sound cool i'm gonna check those out yeah well because it's really sort of monotone like it's not a real person talking it's just enough like a real person that it sounds pretty normal but yeah, there's not very much inflection. So like you don't get really engaged into it. Like I don't want to listen to a podcast or like a book because then I like I'm not get one, I need to know I stop that sentence. Let's start again. I need it to stop because I don't want to miss like chapters and chapters of my book. So yeah, yeah YouTube does it, even though I know you're not supposed to sleep with your phone either. But the world we live in. It is what it is. What are we what do you think? Is it well past our bedtime? It is now that I'm having trouble talking. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> time to go to bed. 
Well, I guess the streetlights have been on for a long time. Yep. Let's wrap it up and we will talk again soon. All right. See y'all next time, guys. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you.